Hello, 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 and happy Wednesday, March. Oh, good golly, I don't even know what day of the week it is. Isn't that sad? March 10th. Um, and we're going to continue our journey into what motivates you. And today I have two verses. The first from 1 Corinthians 15, 58. From the NIV. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. <clears throat> in Psalm 40, verse 8, from the voice, I am pleased to live how you want, my God. Your law is etched into my heart and my soul. In Psalm 48, from the NIV, I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. And Psalm 48 from the Passion Translation, I delight to fulfill your will, my God, for your living words are written upon the pages of my heart. I love that. Your living words are written upon the pages of my heart. So today we're going to continue with what motivates you and... Monday we talked about you know how we do different things and have different goals and and the ultimate motivation should be to please God right um, and I challenged you to kind of sit back and say alright what does motivate you and we talked about a life mission and vision statements and you know I worked through some stuff all on my own like wow Ooh, you know, it's amazing what you can do when you're talking with someone else. And you might be thinking, um, you're, we're not really talking together. But when I record this podcast, I really, um, the whole purpose of One Sister's Journey, keeping it real, is just that, to keep it real. And to talk to you as if you're sitting right here next to me as I'm recording this. And that's what makes it fun. And you know, and sometimes I have those pauses because, you know, I can just see somebody nodding or saying, oh, yeah, you know, so I try to leave like that pause because I want you to be thinking. I want this to be engaging and um, not a spectator sport, right? I want you involved. I want you a part of this podcast. And So at midweek, as we look at what motivates you, have you like zoned in or honed in on what motivates you to do what you do, to say what you say? And then, you know, there's those times when <clears throat> negative motivation, right, makes us say things we regret. And that happens, right? And what were you motivated by then? Usually if I have said things that I don't mean or believe or are hurtful, I have been motivated by fear and anger. And rather than waiting and letting the feelings dissipate before speaking, you know, thy mouth gets me in trouble. And who knows, I might be the only person in the world that has those problems, right? I don't think so. <laughs> so what motivates you? 
And I will say that when you have a relationship with God, He will motivate you. God is the ultimate capital M motivator. And sometimes our motivation comes from negative experiences or consequences. Yet God wants what's best for you. God wants what's best for me. And because we are fickle little human beings, um, and we have free will, something God gave us, sometimes our choices are not always the best, right? But God will always motivate you to be more, to be better, to be all that he's designed and created you to be. You know, Psalm 139 talks about how you are uniquely made and woven together in your mother's womb. And whether your parents were fabulous and wonderful, whether you never knew your parents, whether your parents were terrible, you were still created with a purpose from God. And that is something I hope you never lose sight of. And God does not make mistakes. So if you're listening to this podcast, God knew you would be listening today. God knew that you needed to know He is right there alongside of you, always has been, and He is there to motivate you to be the best version of yourself that He designed and created you to be. And I've started... uh, I had started pre-having COVID. I had COVID in January. And prior to having COVID, I had been going to the gym three times a week. And my goal was to get up to five times a week. Because I turned 50 this summer. And I am fighting some genetics and some things that just come with turning 50. You know, the, the presence that nobody tells you about on your 50th birthday, right? Things like metabolism slowing down, all this craziness. And I have excess weight. I want to get it off. I know my gene pool. And I want to live a long, healthy life. And that requires making changes now. I can't wait till I'm 70 and say, huh, good golly, what was I thinking? I need to get my act together, right? So, I'm up to five times a week at the gym and it feels so good. But I will tell you, um, when I started going to the gym in December and then January, I was not motivated out of how good I felt or weight loss or anything else. The only thing that motivated me was a goal and a determination that, you know, God said, all right, listen, Lisa, you're turning 50, which you're excited about. And I am, I cannot wait. I'm so tickled. Um, and You need to get your act together. You need to stop eating the garbage. You need to start exercising. You need to get it together, girl, if you're going to serve me till you're 103. This is how old I plan to live, to be 103. And 
so I was not motivated, I guess partially by good health, um, but really I was just motivated by fear of my body is going to fall apart or deteriorate before my mind or the mission that God's placed in my life is over. And I don't want that to happen. I want to be able to be and do and serve in my full capacity while I'm on this earth. And in order to do that, I need to be healthy. And so, you know, I got COVID, boom, you know, that knocked me out. Uh, literally knocked me out and homebound me in bed for a couple weeks, just terribly sick. I did not go to the hospital, contemplated it twice, but refused to go because I, I have fear. Here we go again with fear. Maybe that needs to be the next message because I said, if I go to the hospital, they'll kill me and I'll never come home. I'm going to push through. And so I stayed home because um, I feared that if I went to the hospital, they'd hook me up to a ventilator and um, I'd never come home again. But anyway, moving forward. So I got, you know, released from, you know, quarantine and isolation and out of the contagious stage, right? You can go back to work and went back to work. And for the first two weeks back to work, I literally went to work came home and went to bed. That's all I could do. Just getting through the school day took every ounce of energy and motivation I had within me. I'm like, I really want to go to the gym. And, you know, I have some wise friends and they said, your exercise right now is just getting up and getting through the school day. You're exercising. So then I slowly started it three times, you know, my Saturdays and then twice a week. And I am up to five times a week. And my motivation now is so different than it was in December when I started. You know, motivation was out of fear of sickness or disease or getting too old to do what I'm called to do. Now I'm motivated by how good I feel. I'm motivated by how well I sleep. And it is so much fun. And, you know, I always laugh because I've always told my daughter, I don't go to the gym because it's fun. I go to the gym because it's necessary. And not everything we do in life is fun. <laughs> but some things are necessary. And that is, you know, going and getting a great workout in in the morning. And I was using excuses. I don't have time in the afternoon. I am too busy when school gets out and too tired. Well, guess what? There's all these hours before school starts. And it has been, I don't know, I wanted to say game changer, but now I am motivated by the way I feel, by the energy I have. I'm sad to tell you that there's still no numbers coming off of the scale which gets discouraging, but I am feeling better and I am getting stronger. And that's what it's all about. And I'm sure when I go for my next physical and they do the blood work, my blood work will show how hard I've been working. The scale does not show how hard I work, but my ability to sleep from the time I go to bed and 
till the alarm goes off. Actually, I've been waking up before the alarm and going, oh, must be time to go to the gym and check. And sure enough, the alarm's going to go off in five minutes. So that's awesome stuff. So maybe for now, if you've worked on that life mission and vision statement and you know where you're going and what you're striving for, maybe you're not motivated to do what needs to be done to do that yet. But I want to encourage you to start living that life and saying, I'm going to X, Y, and Z. And you may not be motivated to do it. But if what you're doing lines up with God's call on your life, your motivation to follow through, to do what needs to be done, will increase. But sometimes, you know, uh, I have a counselor friend, and he is funny. He said the other day, he goes, fake it till you make it, right? And we've all heard that phrase. And with motivation, it's kind of the same way. Sometimes you just got to fake it until you make it. I was not enjoying going to the gym, but it had to be done. But now I look forward to it. What is it that's your life mission? What is your life's vision? And what do you need to do in order to accomplish that? You know, yours might be dedicating X number of hours a day to doing work building a business or eating healthy or I don't know what yours is yet if you are going to do what God's called you to do that should be your motivation your ultimate motivation should be to please God and until you can have the um, self instilled motivation of doing it for that reason, fake it until you make it, and go, and do, and be, and get her done, and keep track of it. You know, I'm I'm tracking because we were we're modeling for our students how to set goals, and so I did. I will have 20 active minutes per day, no days off. 20 active minutes per day. I didn't say exercise, I didn't say weights, I said 20 active minutes. Because I've read a couple articles that say if you have 20 active minutes every day, it's better than going to the gym twice a week. Um, So my goal is to get my heart rate up for at least 20 minutes every day. And by having that calendar, a quick You know, I give myself a pink star when I accomplish that goal. And if I do more than 20 minutes, I get a pink star and an orange circle. But because I have that calendar that that tracks if I did that each day, hanging up at school where the kids at school can see it, that's what really motivated me to start with because I didn't want to be a poor model for my students. (laughs) You know, so was I getting to the gym? And getting those active minutes and getting my heart rate up every day out of my own will and determination. I guess in part you could say yes. Yet what motivated me was I wanted my students to see me as a success. 
I wanted them to look to me and say, all right, if Mrs. Buskey can do that every day, so can I, with whatever their goal is. So maybe that's what you need to do. And it is not fancy. It's just like squares on an Excel document, right? And I wrote in the dates and I put the goal on the top and I just grab my two markers and if I don't do it, I get a sad face. And I have one sad face and I'm telling you, it, like it defeats me. One sad face. Why do we focus on the one sad face instead of the 20, you know, days you overachieved? But anyway, that's a whole nother podcast, right? Um, but maybe that's what you need to do. Create a quick and simple calendar. And whatever that is that you're motivated to do or need to be motivated to do, just start doing it. All right, you need to exercise because you have to lose 50 pounds, but you haven't exercised in 10 years. Maybe you start small. You know, you you talk to your doctor and say, all right, this is what I want to do. I want to lose weight. I want to be healthy. I'm serious about it. What do I do, doc? And your doctor is going to give you advice. But I know from experience with some of my family members they said start by walking from your front door to your mailbox and come back in and do that three times a day and it might not sound like a lot but if you are overweight and you have not exercised in years and decades walking to your mailbox and back can be a lot of work so you might have to start small but don't say oh my gosh this is ridiculous all I do is walk to my mailbox you say Today I walk to my mailbox. Tomorrow I walk to the corner. It's all about your mindset and being motivated to be blank. God has called you to be fill in that blank. God will equip and motivate you to reach those goals when they are lined up with his goals for you. What is it that God has placed on your heart today? What is motivating you this week to be the best version of yourself? How is God speaking to you? How is the Holy Spirit nudging you and motivating you to be the best version of yourself? And what can you do to follow through? I encourage you. Figure out what is your life's mission and vision statements. Figure out what is motivating you. And maybe to start with, like me, it'll be fear or anger that motivates you to begin with. But as you progress, it'll be the success. It'll be the joy. It'll be the rest. It'll be knowing that you're pleasing God that will motivate you. And you'll set bigger goals and different goals. So happy Wednesday, and I just encourage you, take time today to figure out what is motivating you, what are you doing to achieve your goals, and how will you be a better and best version of yourself. And maybe you need to fake it until you make it, but that's okay. God's got your back. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real.